Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful to be with you on the program again today. And truly, this is the generation to watch their form be ready for the coming of our great Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. And though the world is shaking under the weight of its sin, which you'll hear more about in just a moment, we have a great way forward. Because the things that are going to get shaken are things that don't pertain to the kingdom of Messiah Jesus. And our lives do pertain to his kingdom. So we will hang on and we will watch, therefore, and be ready. Let's pray for a moment and ask the Lord's blessing on the teaching today. Thank you, Holy Father, in Messiah Yeshua's name, our great God and Savior. Thank you for this great opportunity to be together by your Holy Spirit in your word, abiding in Messiah Jesus, giving you all the glory, Father, that they might see our good works and glorify you, our Father in heaven. Bless every viewer today, please, Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, we're finishing up in the four birth pangs our Messiah Jesus spoke of in Matthew chapter 24, and which I write about in my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. So let's take a look at Matthew 24, verses 7 and 8 to catch up with where we were last time and to finish up with the fourth birth pain today. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows or birth pains. Now, I covered three of these in previous programs, but just a quick review. The first birth pain is nation against nation, which in Greek is ethnos, ethnic group against ethnic group and kingdom against kingdom. And so this was a Hebraism back in the time of Messiah Jesus for a global war. A global war. World Wars One and Two were the first time in history the whole world was at war in this way. Ethnic violence like never before. And Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum, a great Bible prophecy teacher and scholar, uh, wrote a book called The Footsteps of the Messiah. The title of his book references the Hebraism, the Hebraic saying, when you see the nations of the world embroiled in global war, 
you are hearing the footsteps of the Messiah. So we see with World Wars One and Two, and then onward all the way up through the decades from there, even to today, the ethnic violence spiking in the red zone like never before. The second one is famine. The second birth pain is famine. And we saw that there are 815 million hungry people on the planet. And just a couple hundred years ago, there were only 1 billion people on the planet, almost as many hungry people on planet Earth today as there were people on planet Earth just a couple hundred years ago. The third birth pain, pestilences. We, we, we looked at the pestilences that are spiking around the planet today, spiking in the red zones. Oh, uh, the Centers of Disease Control said the time of antibiotics, the age of antibiotics is over because of the way these diseases are mutating around the firewall of antibiotics. And if you uh, want more details, you can, of course, look at previous programs on our website. Today, we're going to look at earthquakes. I want to start off by reading an article to you or part of an article to you uh, that was written in October 2015. And it says this. Indeed, a recent study by the United States Geological Survey researchers found that there were more than twice as many large earthquakes defined here as magnitudes 7 or above in the first quarter of 2014 than there were back in 1979. The planet saw a record number of earthquakes last April with 13 quakes with magnitudes of 6.5. We have recently experienced a period that has had one of the highest rates of great earthquakes ever recorded, according to Tom Parsons, a research geophysicist at USGS. Truly, you can find statistics that show that earthquakes have increased and are increasingly uh, exploding on the scene. They're shaking the earth. Now, I want to talk to you about a phenomenon called the ring of fire. And here's a definition of the ring of fire according to the National Geographic Society. The ring of fire is a string of volcanoes and sites of seismic activity or earthquakes around the edges of the Pacific Ocean. Deep ocean trenches and high mountain ranges are also part of the ring of fire. And the ring of fire is shaking literally shaking the earth today, wreaking havoc with earthquakes, tsunamis, volcanoes, and mudslides. The world certainly is shaking under the weight of the sin of its inhabitants. Now, that would sound crazy to most people, that the earth is shaking under the weight of the sin of its inhabitants. Why would that sound crazy? Because along with all these other birth pangs, we live within a generation spoken of in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and Romans chapter 1 that has completely departed from God. It is a generation that has become so wise in their own opinion. And in Romans chapter 1, it says regarding this generation that professing to be wise, they became as fools. And the, and the psalmist said, the fool or the insane person has said in his heart, there is no God. And once in someone's thinking or in a society, increasingly a global society's thinking there is no God that one is accountable to, or certainly not the true and living God who holds people accountable to their sin, then the sky is the limit with regard to how people can behave 
according to their lust and and their strong desire for forbidden pleasure which is what lust is and so this is that generation that is casting off all restraint now think of this the bible tells us that the earth has been travailing under the weight of its sin we see this in romans chapter 8 and after we read this passage i'm going to share with you why this generation would would shake even more the world would shake even more under the weight of its sin that fits in with the scenarios laid out with our Savior, Messiah, Jesus, with regard to end times birth pains. But first, Romans chapter 8, beginning verse 19. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. We know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Have you ever heard the question, why is there such suffering on the earth? How can a, how can a good God allow for such suffering? Well, the answer is found right here. The Lord has subjected the whole condemned world to this futility while he is patiently, grac- graciously, mercifully pulling people out of this dark futility, this hopeless world, into the hope of Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins and rose again. And he's coming again. Hallelujah. And so while he's doing that, the creation travails in birth pangs waiting for something. What is it? The revealing of the sons of God. What is that? That's when we return with Messiah Jesus, having been raptured, gone through the judgment seat of Christ, the marriage ceremony in heaven. We return with King Jesus to reign and rule on the earth in sinless bodies that do not make the earth shake because of the sin that's in them. The bodies, that is. Sinless bodies. And, and, and think of this, sin comes to the earth by sinful man. That's what we find in Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Therefore, just as through one man, Adam, sin entered the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. So think of this. If just a couple hundred years ago there were one billion sinners on earth, sin in their bodies and, and, and in their hearts, minds, and lives acted out, causing the earth to, to, and creation to travail under the weight of that sin. And today there are six billion more sinners on the earth. How much more would the world shake under the weight of its sin with the increased sin on the earth? Because now there are 7 billion sinful bodies on the earth. Yeah, but many of them are are Christians. Many of them are born again believers in Jesus. Yes, but even we still have sinful bodies that cause us to sin. Now, certainly we grow in grace and we sin less than we used to. And the sins we commit today, God willing and and, and prayerfully and hopefully are sins of the heart not, not the heinous sins that we used to sin before we were saved. Yet still, even in that, our bodies have sin in them that corrupts this earth. The Bible says corruptible cannot inherit incorruptible. That's why these bodies cannot enter into the kingdom of God in heaven. 
And then, and then uh, there's prophetic scenarios that are played out where the Lord rules with a rod of iron when he returns. I don't have time to go into that right now. But know this, the birth pangs are increasing with the increased sin on the earth. Certainly, we are in the time of the birth pains. What do we do? We watch, therefore, and we get ready for our king to come. Hallelujah. Joe Schwartz here with Watch Therefore Ministries, introducing my new book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. In a generation that is about to be so caught off guard by the events of the fig tree days of Noah generation, know this, it doesn't have to be you. I wrote Watch Therefore and Be Ready to prepare followers of Messiah Jesus to be who they are and to do what they have been set here to do just before the coming of Messiah Jesus. And that's why for a donation of any amount to watch their four ministries, blessing Israeli believers poured out for the nations, what we will do is send a copy of Watch Therefore and be ready. Make sure you mark in your check or on the internet the name of the book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, to receive your copy. Now, like never before, it's time to watch Therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful for this powerful and timely Watch Therefore message, where in Matthew 24 and Matthew 25 in the New Testament Gospel, Messiah Jesus tells his disciples to watch Therefore and be ready, for we don't know the hour or the day the Son of man is coming. Certainly the other signs that he spoke of just before that are, are bouncing in the red zone today like never before. And he tells his watch therefore and ready disciples to be the faithful servant. They're watching for the master to come and they're doing what the master commanded. And when they stand before him at the judgment seat of Christ, they will hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message is expanding. People are embracing it all over the world with a strong desire to be the faithful servant. And, and it costs lots of money as the TV program is also expanding into other markets. First, I want to say, if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please don't send any money into this program. It's our desire that you would receive him as Lord and simply enjoy the program today. But for those of you who would like to lay your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do so. And we encourage you to sign up for our monthly newsletters. Uh, you can do so at our watchtherefore.tv website. And when you receive our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations letters, you can know how to pray for and financially sow into uh, this ministry. Blessing Israeli Believers is our To the Jew First ministry. As Romans 1.16 says, the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first. John McTernan, our co-founding Blessing Israeli Believers partner and I uh, are so excited about this ministry in Israel. And then our poured out for the nations to the nations ministry where the Watch Therefore message is also proclaimed and being embraced so widely. And it, it's expanding. It's so exciting as we're in this generation that we'll see King Jesus come in the clouds because the signs that he spoke of in Matthew 24 and other places are bouncing in the red zones like never before. King Jesus is coming. And we need to get ready. There, there's not a better way to do so than understanding and embracing the watch therefore message. So remember, now like never before, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming.
Welcome back to Watch Therefore. In the first segment of the program, we completed the four birth pangs as I shared with you some information on earthquakes. And now Messiah Jesus is going to introduce the, the intensification of those birth pains as the tribulation begins. It's known as the seven-year tribulation, or in Jeremiah 30, it's called Jacob's trouble. Now, how do we know that it's seven years? There's a man the Bible calls the Antichrist. He also has other titles in the scriptures, and he has a brief time on the scene, seven years, and it's mentioned in Daniel chapter 9. Now, there's a, there's a, a lot there in Daniel chapter 9. I don't have cover, time to cover most of it today, but I do want to address this issue of the tribulation being seven years. So in Daniel 9, 27, it says, Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week, but in the middle of the week he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering, and the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. And in the context of what's going on there in Daniel 9, the Antichrist uh, makes a seven-year false peace agreement with Israel and the nations. And we see the term here, one week. One week is a Hebraism for seven years oftentimes. We see this in Genesis chapter 29, verse 27, with regard to the Jacob, Leah, Rachel marriage incident. It says, fulfill her week, and we will give you this one also for the service, which you you will serve with me still another seven years. One week is called seven years. We know the tribulation period will be seven years long. Let's look at it now, beginning in Matthew chapter 24, verse 9. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended and betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all all the nations, and then the end will come. So we see here that a a marker of the tribulation beginning in verse 9 is that believers in Messiah Jesus will be hated by all the nations. Well, that can't be today. There are nations in the world that I go to in Africa that have Christian presidents and and, um, faith in Messiah Jesus is still embraced widely in, in some places in the world today. Less and less than ever, but still it is embraced in some nations in the world today. So obviously this is not that time. There are people who tell me, oh, we're in the tribulation now. No, we're not. This is one of many reasons. There are a lot of reasons I can share you biblically, share with you biblically why we are not yet in the tribulation, but certainly it is very close and it will be a terrible time. You don't want to be here. He says, those who endure to the end, there will be such a price to pay to follow Messiah Jesus in the tribulation. It will be illegal to believe in him. In many cases, it will cost people their lives. Their heads will be cut off. Uh, We see that in the book of Revelation. Uh, but folks, I want to I want to share something with you. There has always been a price to pay to follow Messiah Jesus. Certainly, this time in the seven-year tribulation will be different than any other time in history. We'll see that in just a moment. But the reality is, there's always been a price to pay to follow Messiah Jesus, and and the reason I mention it is that we've kind of lost the understanding of that 
in, in pockets and in regions uh, of the world, especially in the West and in America. Now, there's a great price to pay now. And, and, and so many have a false faith in Messiah Jesus that doesn't have this facet, this real, this real part of believing in Messiah Jesus. You see, God's plan is this. Our life now is to suffer with Messiah Jesus and then to later reign with him. The apostles are our example, right? They're the foundation layers of our faith. Check this out. Look in Luke chapter 21, beginning in verse 28. Look at what Messiah Jesus says to those who laid the foundation for this new covenant faith. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials. And I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my father bestowed one upon me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Here, the apostles are given their very specific thousand-year reign assignment as they re- we return with Messiah Jesus for him to reign a thousand years on the earth, which you find in Revelation chapter 20. But see this, the trials and sufferings in this life lead to the reigning with him in the next life. You see that? And, and so the Bible says things like this. All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. All. And, and as we try to walk outside of that program, we have expectations that, no, we're not supposed to have trouble. We're not supposed to have suffering. We're not supposed to have difficulties. That's all from the devil. See, folks, it's just not realistic. Now, certainly there are blessings and there's God's favor and we experience his love and he cuts streams to us in this wilderness. That's what this world is. It's a wilderness today. At the same time, a central theme of following Messiah Jesus in this life is to suffer in the sufferings of Christ. The sufferings of Christ are to be a part of our lives. I also want to clear something up here with regard to Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, where it says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. This passage has been twisted around by dear-hearted missionaries and mission missions leaders and organizations. No, don't get me wrong. They've got a real heart for the Lord, but some really not so good Bible interpretation. And, and, and here's what they say. They say, well, see, the church has to go through the whole tribulation. There's no need to look for the rapture today. We, we need to go through because the, the world is not yet reached with the gospel. And when we've finished our work in reaching the whole world with the gospel, then, then Messiah Jesus can come. That's, that's just bad Bible interpretation. And listen, I've had discussions um, and been uh, corrected by even high-level missions people as I talk about the rapture and I talk about uh, prophetic scenarios. But look at Revelation chapter 14, 6. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the whole earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. As the wrath of the Lamb, our Lord Jesus, is being poured out on the earth, as these sealed judgments are being opened up and his wrath is being poured out, 
An angel is flying back and forth all around the earth preaching the gospel. And then the end shall come and Messiah Jesus will come and judge the world in righteousness finally. See, that's what the Bible teaches. And, 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 and so as I have these discussions, people look at me like I'm crazy when I talk about these things. No, this is the word of God, folks. We need to have good Bible teaching. You see, as teachers, the book of James says we have a stricter judgment. This wrong teaching leads to wrong thinking. Precious souls are taught not to look for the Lord to come today because they've been taught this kind of thing. Well, the world's not reached, so the rapture can't happen today. No, no, no. This angel that's flying back and forth in the earth will preach the gospel to the whole earth, and then the end shall come. That's what Messiah Jesus is speaking about in Matthew. And, and, and folks, it's going to be such a horrible time. Look at Matthew chapter 24, verse 21. For then there will be great tribulation, such as not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, no, nor ever shall be. People talk about how they're going to be bold in the, in the uh, tribulation and they're going to do this and they have their chest stuck out and they're going to do this and they're going to do that and be this and be that. No, listen, I don't want to be there. My Messiah Jesus told me not to want to be there. And, and um, we have a blessed hope and we won't be there. We who have been born again and received Jesus as Lord in this time, in this dispensation. The Bible says that grace teaches us to look every day for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Messiah Jesus. Here's my question. Are you ready? Are you ready for him to come today? Oh, born again believer in Messiah Jesus, do you have the blessed hope? Do you have this hope welling up in you every day that perhaps today Messiah Jesus will come for me? Do you have the hope that you will, like Jesus said, you'll uh, watch therefore and pray always that you would be counted worthy to escape these things that are coming upon the earth and to stand before the Son of Man? Have you received Jesus as your Savior? Truly are you born again? Cry out to him now. Jesus, save me. I don't want to go through this horrible time and then to go to hell afterwards, hell on earth and then hell for hell, the lake of fire for eternity. Oh, Jesus, save me. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. You were buried and on the third day rose again. I want to turn away from my sins. I want to repent. I want to turn away from my old life. And I want to live the life of Christ Jesus, that you would live in and through me, Lord, that you would save me and baptize me in the Holy Spirit. Give me a new identity and a life that honors our Father in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer in a minute and you begin to st step forward to follow Messiah Jesus, he's forgiving you. He's saving you now. And if you've prayed that prayer Look at the information on our screen. Contact us. We'll send you literature that will help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. For all who are watching today, here's how we like to close the program. Remember to do this. Watch their form. Be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, 
watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day, his sword will go forth to take back and restore.